This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. 7.47 a.m. This is the morning run on Boxing Day 2018. Tan Jung Han and Joyce Go here, keeping you company all the way till 10 a.m. this morning. Uh, now, folks, don't forget, after the 8 a.m. news bulletin today, we've got a, a replay of the Breakfast Grill. We're going to go back to uh, July of this year when uh, Melissa Idris spoke to Gary Vaynerchuk. He's the CEO of Vayner Media. Now, uh, Vayn, uh, uh, Gary V, as is more popularly known, he is a very influential entrepreneur, also a social media star, and he was one of the early investors in companies like Twitter, Facebook, and Tumblr. Yeah, so he runs a digital agency that focuses on social media strategy services for some of the Fortune 500, uh, but he's more popularly known for his social media content and mm. presence. I think at last count, he has like 4.8 million followers on Instagram, 3.2 million Facebook fans, 1.79 million Twitter followers, and also 1.8 million YouTube subscribers. I've only got like, you know, Facebook friends, not even fans, like in the, just like low 1,000. You have Facebook fans? No, wow. friend. Like I said, friends. Oh, okay, you know, okay. I don't even have a fan wow, page. Wow, I don't have time for that. Jeez. You know. <laughs> but anyways, uh, so that chat with uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, or aka Gary V, uh, keep in mind that actually aired first on July 18th. Now, all of last week and this week, as we count down the final days of 2018, we have been revisiting some of the best conversations that we've had on the show. So again, today, after the 8 a.m. news bulletin, Melissa Idris uh, spoke to Gary Vaynerchuk, CEO of Vayner Media. All right, coming back to some local news now. So uh, this uh, development was announced after our show on Monday, mm. and I think it still warrants a discussion here. So Malaysia will return to the weekly float system for fuel prices, and that is going to start on January 1st. Now, earlier in the show, just a few minutes ago, we were talking about the tremendous drop in global oil prices here, and it uh, looks like the government is adjusting and reintroducing the weekly float system. Yeah, so with the current system, the government sets fuel prices on a monthly basis, so the lower prices would only be reflected the following month. And according to Finance Minister Lim Guan Ng, a weekly float system would allow consumers to see the benefit of falling oil prices faster. So it will crude oil prices rise. The government will cap fuel prices to 2 ringgit 20 cent per litre for raw 95 and 2 ringgit 18 cent per litre for diesel. The caps will apply until the targeted subsidy is in put, is put in pla- into place in 2019. Yeah, so that's a cap, but going into uh, January of next year, it is widely expected, obviously, that uh, Rod 95 prices will drop. Now, how much lower? Uh, I think uh, there are some calls uh, for one ringgit 90 cent, hopefully, so that could bring some cheer into 2019. But I think it's the timing as well, right? Uh, because you've got this announcement from the Ministry of Finance coming out on Monday that follows calls made by Rafizi Ramli and the former Minister of Finance, uh, Najib Raza, you know, and so there were questions posed and we even asked that here on the program as well you know seeing because we monitor oil prices pretty much on a daily basis and we see the drop and we were wondering here on the program as well now will we 
actually paying a tax in uh, Raw 95 given how much Brent futures have fallen. Now, granted, Brent, Brent is the benchmark uh, for global oil prices, uh, but here in Malaysia, the Raw 95 for fuel prices are calculated using MOPs. That's mean of Platts Singapore. Now, that number is not revealed. Uh, I think it's some contract that the government has signed with the uh, with the folks over there at MOPs, right? But uh, no, you can use Brent as that benchmark there. So a drop there, you would like to think that you see that translated in Raw 95, but we hadn't been seeing that this quarter. But then here it is. It's been announced. It's going to uh, go back to a weekly float mm. system come January 1st. Well, Han, there's been news. I think the finance minister commented that the government had spent about 5.82 billion ringgit in fuel subsidies between mm. May and November. And uh, he also refuted uh, former Prime Minister's uh, comments uh, that um, the government had imposed a 30 cent tax on every litre of Raw 95 since November. I think uh, Datu Sri Nigel Razak had claimed that budget 2019 was done when crude oil prices stood at 72 US dollars a barrel and retail price of Raw 95 stood at 2 ringgit 220 per litre. But now that crude oil price was 52 uh, US dollar per barrel, the retail price of Raw 95 should have dropped to about 1 ringgit 90 cent per yeah, so we'll see what actually is announced uh, perhaps by this week as to what Ron 95 prices will be starting on January 1st, which is a week... Uh, uh this coming Tuesday, soon. Tuesday, yeah, yeah Tuesday. Soon. All right, now we'll get into the implications on budget 2019 in just a bit. But then, uh, since that announcement on Monday, you've had uh, some responses from the Petrol Dealers Association of Malaysia. Now, they want a discussion to be held with the uh, Dealers Association members uh, before switching to this weekly float system. Now, this is a narrative or pushback that is not new. We have uh, they have said this before as well. Because because essentially it hurts their margins mm-hmm. going to this weekly float system. Yeah, according to the association's president, Dato Karul Anwar Abdul Aziz, the association welcomes lower prices for petrol products, including Raw 95. But a weekly float system would create losses for dealers should crude oil prices keep falling. So what Karul argues is that dealers have no control over the price of oil, which is up to the government, nor on how much to stock because that's decided by all companies. So what he noted, Han, was that uh, petrol dealers usually have a 10 cent per litre margin for mm. petrol. So if the price decrease was more than that, dealers would operate at a loss. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if the government will actually give way to the Petrol Dealers Association of Malaysia. Uh, again, because, you know, the broader population, motorists, you listening in the car right now, I'm sure you want to pay one ringgit any cent for uh, per litre for around 95 as opposed to 220. You know, um, would you be willing to pay more just to protect the margins of these petrol dealers. I see Joyce go shrugging her shoulders and giving me these disgusted looks like, how dare you suggest sure. such well, a thing? Carol <laughs> suggested that the government uh, should allow dealers to use this consignment system when buying fuel. That's oh, okay. one of the things that came up. To help them manage their mm. stockpiles, yeah, mm. maybe. Well, well, we'll see. But then coming back to you know the implications on budget 2019, now we had mentioned this on the show uh, earlier this week as well. You've got the comments from the finance minister from this past weekend saying that this recalibrating of budget 2019 will only happen if oil prices fall below 50 bucks a barrel, okay? Now, when we uh, addressed this on Monday's show, oil prices was at about 53, 54 bucks a barrel. Mm -hmm. Right now, giving you some live prices, 
oil prices, Brent futures, are now at $50.47. So it's $0.47 cents away from the mm. trigger as to when MOF will have to recalibrate the, the budget. So, you know, what does this mean for the spending plans that have already been outlined for 2019? What does this mean for uh, Petronas' coffers as well? Because they have been tapped for that $30 billion ringgit one-off dividend, that special dividend that they're giving the government. Well, if they go through with that, you know, and uh, do they have enough reserves that again seeing where oil prices are right now and the uncertainty for the outlook on oil prices going into next year. Yeah, what's the reason for all this uh, drop in oil prices? I think uh, last Tuesday the prices dropped to one-year lows. This was driven by multiple factors including rising crude oil inventories, expected increases in shale production as well as the broader sell-off in financials. However, Han, I think economists are they're saying that it's just too early to initiate a review of uh, budget 2019, given the volatility of all prices. I think Sunway University Business School Professor of Economics, uh, Dr. Ya, ya Kim Leng, said, told Bernama that the decline in oil price was temporary. Well, I wonder if Dr. Ya's comments came either before yeah. or during that 6.2% decline <laughs> in brand futures that we saw on Christmas mm. Eve. Again, $50.40 right now. That's a drop of $3.35. You couple that with the 5% drop that we saw last Thursday, 5% drop that we saw last Tuesday, December 18th. Right? So where is the bottom here? And yeah. can Putrajaya still press on with the existing spending plans for 2019? I think that is the big question mark, at least you know when it comes to the fiscal state of uh, Malaysia here. All right, so that's uh, oil prices. Uh, you know, But then uh, there are some predictions for higher oil prices going into next year. So we'll wait and see. I think one of them is a CIMB uh, research, Maybank IB research, public, public invest, invest research. Yeah. So, well, they say that, well, we could see higher higher oil prices next year. We'll wait and see. All right. Uh, speaking about higher prices, let's turn our attentions to house prices because turns out that in the third quarter of this year, the median house price in Malaysia actually rose. Now, that's according to the Residential Prices Quarterly Updates reported by the National Property Information Centre. Yeah, so the median price of homes in Malaysia stood at 293,000 ringgit in the third quarter of 2019. This was uh, up from the 288,000 ringgit in the previous quarter. And I think, uh, remember on Monday, there's this discussion on the morning run of the increasing overhang in unsold residential properties here in Malaysia. Yeah, so it's uh, pretty contrasting here because mm. on one hand, you talk about the oversupply. When there's an oversupply like with oil, you think prices go down. But here we have this trend judging by these latest sets of data. you got the oversupply increasing here in Malaysia, but at the same time, the median price of homes, that's going up as well. So a bit of a head-scratcher here. Mm -hmm. Do you think it could be because of the location? Because if you look at the the breakdown in the, in the region, I think cities with the highest median house prices, that's in Kuala Lumpur, that's 550,000 ringgit. Putrajaya has 400,000 ringgit. Selangor, 382,000 ringgit. Lowest median house prices, I think, found in Kelantan, 175,000 ringgit. Kedah, 180,000 ringgit. Some right. of them. Yeah, so you know, uh, perhaps the oversupply is more pronounced in other areas and uh, perhaps uh, there's good old uh, demand that's higher also in uh, other parts of the country. So that's ultimately leading, leading to this equation. Mm -hmm. Oversupply getting worse, 
but the median home prices in Malaysia in the third quarter that actually rose to 293,000 ringgit. Well, go figure. All right, now we're coming up to the 8 a.m. news bulletin. And don't forget, after that, we'll revisit the grill that was aired on July 18th. Melissa Idris spoke to Gary Vaynerchuk, CEO of Vayner Media. This is BFM 89.9. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.